WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, and W226BT Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. The start of a busy week here on the 50,000 watt front porch, where we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Filling in for Bud, I'm Yaffe. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning the Mueller Report. Details in one minute. I just wanted to point out the tease for today. The special counsel did not find that any U.S. person or Trump campaign official or associate conspired or knowingly coordinated with the IRA in its efforts. So the special counsel found no collusion. We'll talk about that next. Now traffic and weather together. Got an accident on Landstar Boulevard at Misley Drive just south of the 417. Otherwise, no issues to report on I-4, the 408, the 417, or the beach line. Your News Radio 93.1 exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Sunny to partly cloudy and nice today. High 84. At the attraction, 62 degrees, 64 in Orlando, under mostly cloudy skies. From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando. 6.02 on News Radio 93.1. President Trump is speaking out about the Russia investigation now that a summary of the probe indicates there was no collusion during the 2016 presidential election. This was an illegal takedown that failed. And hopefully, somebody's going to be looking at the other side. Speaking to reporters in Palm Beach yesterday before heading back to Washington, Trump said the Mueller report proved there was no collusion with Russia during the campaign and no obstruction of the Russia investigation. The president and White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders both said the Mueller report exonerates Trump. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler disagrees. The president of his people are saying it's a total exoneration. That contradicts what the special counsel found. Uh, it's a lie about this, what the special counsel found, but we should not be surprised that they lie anymore. Nadler said Congress will ask Attorney General William Barr to testify before the House Judiciary Committee and to release the full and complete Mueller report. Barr said that he and Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein did not consult Mueller when writing their summary of the report and coming to their own conclusions. Yeah, this is obviously going to be the big topic throughout the show today. A lot of different angles, including there's something that Democrats and Republicans seem to agree on when it comes to this report. And we'll talk about that next as well. All right, Mike, this news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A man is dead after an apparent murder in Orange County. The body of the unidentified victim was found early yesterday morning near Martin Road in Apopka. No cause of the death was revealed, but a neighbor claims to have heard about seven gunshots. Rescuers are credited with freeing a driver whose car wound up in a retention pond in Brevard County. The vehicle went off the road late yesterday morning near the Palm Bay Road exit of I-95. Palm Bay Fire Rescue responded and pulled the driver to safety. The driver is expected to survive. There's no word as to what caused the car to go off the road. There are reports an infamous mom from Orlando might be hitting the nightlife pretty hard. Reports say Casey Anthony is allegedly partying more and trying to put her past behind her. The 33-year-old Florida woman was accused of murdering her 2-year-old daughter, Kaylee. In 2008, Anthony told police Kaylee disappeared with a babysitter. Kaylee's remains were found in a wooded area near the family home months later. 
Anthony served three years in prison and was acquitted in 2011. She now works as a researcher for a private detective who was a lead investigator on her defense team. Marcus White, Fox News. It was a heartbreaker for UCF in the uh. second round of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. It hurts me too, Mike. We're both yeah. UCF alums. The ninth-seeded Knights fell to top-seeded Duke 77-76. to At Columbia, South Carolina, Aubrey Dawkins scored 32 points to pace UCF, but missed a tip-in try at the end off a missed jumper. It just didn't go. Going around the rim. Um, and... I mean, heartbreak, that's a long way to sum it up. I mean, we spent all this time, you know, trying to get to the stage and, and, and obviously wanted our journey to continue. And, and so when, when that doesn't happen, it's, I mean, when you invest this much in it, it, it breaks your heart. It broke everyone's heart, Aubrey. It, it, I mean, it broke my heart, especially he was talking about how it like bounced in and out yes. of the rim. So you're like inches away yeah. from one of the biggest upsets in NCAA history, and it could have been UCF. I'm wearing my UCF shirt today yep. anyway because uh, they, they got close. Yeah, good on them, right? Yeah, yeah. I, po- I posted uh, the UCF logo on uh, Facebook last night and said, good. hey, what a game. Proud to be a UCF alum. Go Knights. Me too. The Knights end the year, by the way, 24-9. and nine. Great season. WFLA news time is 6.06. A $3 fraud case leads to the capture of a most wanted murder suspect. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Join us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. So unless you were hiding under a rock or something over the weekend, you know what the big story of the day is going to be. The fact is that on Friday... It came out, I had to, I had to, it broke actually pretty much during my show, Friday PM Orlando, Friday night, um, that Mueller was finished with his report, that he gave it to the Attorney General. Then there was all kinds of speculation for two days, as usually there is. And then the Attorney General came out with a letter with a summary of the report that basically concluded there was no conclu- conclusion, collusion between Russia and the Trump campaign. So, of course, President Trump reacted to this. Uh, Melissa, can you go ahead and get Trump 1 ready for me? And uh, let's hear what Trump had to say. It was just announced there was no collusion with Russia. The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. There was no collusion with Russia. There was no obstruction and none whatsoever. And... It was a complete and total exoneration. To be honest, it's a shame that your president has had to go through this for, before I even got elected, it began. And it began illegally. And hopefully somebody's gonna look at the other side. This was an illegal takedown that failed. All right, so the Mueller report's done. We can move on, right? That's everything? No more investigations? Uh, We're just going to move on. Uh, not so fast. No. <laughs> yeah, I I had a feeling, yeah, this was not going to be the end of it. But there is one thing that both Republicans and Democrats agree on when it comes to this Mueller report. We're going to talk about that next and have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. This is Good Morning Orlando. 
611 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here's one of the top stories we're looking at for you today. The head of the House Judiciary Committee is demanding total transparency now that the Russia investigation is over. New York Congressman Jerry Nadler said he wants Attorney General William Barr to testify before his committee after Barr released a summary of the special counsel report, uh, Robert Mueller's report. Nadler said the full report needs to be made public. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on Good Morning Orlando. Welcome to the 50,000 Watt Front Forge. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. 675 days. That is not an exaggeration. That is how long we have been waiting for this special counsel's report. All the speculation, all the news headlines, some indictments here. What's going to be next? Who's going to be indicted next? Some people in the Democrat Party say Trump could go home in handcuffs. And this is the conclusion with the Mueller report. I'm reading from uh, William Barr, the attorney general, his letter to Congress, which he uh, put out yesterday. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but here's the part that you care about the most. He says this, the special counsel did not find that any U.S. person or Trump campaign official or associate conspired or knowingly coordinated with the IRA in its efforts. By the way, the IRA is the Internet Research Agency, which is a Russian organization. He continues on here. He says, although the special counsel brought criminal charges against a number of Russian nationals and entities in connection with these activities. No collusion now i'm not surprised by this really i i am not surprised i thought most of this was partisan politics now there actually might be a lot of people listening right now who are kind of surprised because they don't like Mueller. they didn't trust Mueller, and there's actually something Mueller did that shows maybe he's not the most trustworthy but we're going to get to that in a sec but the next step of course is going to be more investigations But there is one thing that Republicans and Democrats agree on when it comes to this report. Before I get to that, I have to give you the phone number because I know a lot of you want to react to this. 407-916-5400. You can text to 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. The one thing that Republicans and Democrats over the weekend seem to agree on is they want transparency when it comes to this report. They want the full report, at least the vast majority of the Mueller report released to the American public so we can see it for ourselves. Now, obviously, the Democrats and Republicans have two different reasons for wanting it released. The Democrats want it released because they think they're going to try to cherry pick it and say, aha, we can take that and have more investigations and maybe we'll get them this time. And the Republicans want it released because it vindicates Trump, which it seems like it does. Now, uh, actually, President Trump, even before the, the report was released, um, he, ta- he was asked, do you want the public to see the report? This is what he said. Go ahead and play a Trump 2 for me, Melissa, when you get a sec. I don't mind. I mean, frankly, I told the House, if you want, let them see it. Let it come out. Let people see it. That's up to the attorney general. We have a very good attorney general. He's a very highly respected man. And we'll see what happens. I want to see the report. And you know who want to see it? The tens of millions of people. 
that love the fact that we have the greatest economy we've ever had. All right, so uh, there you go. Even Trump said, well, let him see it. So that's a Republican, the Republican president saying that. What about the Democrats? Did the Democrats want it released? Well, after Mueller finished his report, uh, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer commented on it. This is what he said. Now that Special Counsel Mueller has submitted his report to the Attorney General, it's imperative for Mr. Barr to make the full report public and provide its underlying documentation and findings to Congress. It's a miracle. (laughs) Democrats and Republicans, Trump and Schumer, actually agree on something. They want the full report released to the public. Now, I'm one of these people who wants more than the report released to the public. I want a bunch of other stuff released too, like the FISA applications, the supporting documents, and other testimony that led up to this investigation and continued on during this investigation. Talk more about that later on. But there are some already on the left who are saying, um, oh, this is part of a cover-up. He's not going to release it. Trump really doesn't want to release. This is before we even knew what was in the report, honestly. Joy Reid on MSNBC, of course, uh, commented on this. And she's already putting out these theories. Here it is. But the, the fact that, th- that this investigation takes place within the Justice Department, which Donald Trump essentially controls, and that he got rid of the problem, Jeff Sessions, who the one decent thing that he did was just recuse himself. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy is not recused. It feels like the seeds of a cover-up are here. Ooh, it feels like the seeds of a cover-up are here. This is before anything has happened. She's saying this before we even had William Barr's letter summarizing the thing. And she's already saying there's a cover-up happening. When Trump has already said, let's release it, Republicans voted. Actually, all of Congress voted 421 to nothing to have this report released to the public, except anything that damages national security, of course. So here's my question to you if you're listening right now. Do you think, do you want the full report released? Do you want to see it all? Or do you think, uh, it doesn't matter. Are we going to do one of those texting contests? One word, yes, no, what? Sure, why okay. not? We might not be able to count it all because uh, we're a little shorthanded. Said, but <laughs> <laughs> you can text the 23680 or standard message and data rates apply. Do you want the full report released? Trump says he does. Schumer says he does. I was listening over the weekend. Marco Rubio says he does. All, most Democrats and Republicans say they do. 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. We can call right now. What's your reaction to all of this? 675 days of this. It um, feels like a lot longer, actually. 407 916 5400. You can text to 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. But there is another part to this report, at least the summary we have. Um, that, of course, leaves the door open. Talk about that in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. This is Good Morning Orlando. 622 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here's one of the top stories we're looking at for you right now. Florida Republicans and Democrats disagree on the next step after the Mueller report indicated no proof of collusion between President Trump and Russia. GOP Senator Rick Scott says we should now focus on more important issues. Yeah, the Democrats aren't going to do that. Uh, But Representative Val Demings says it's 
an absolute necessity for Congress to continue its own investigation. See, she proved me right right there in just a matter of seconds. The Orlando Democrat also says that contrary to Trump claims, the Mueller report does not exonerate him. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on WFLA. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. So we had one texter who said, why are talk show hosts like Joy Behar even news? That's a good point, except I didn't play Joy Behar. I played Joy Reid, um, who is a host on MSNBC yeah. News. Did I? I don't know if I said Joy no, Behar. You, you but... clearly said Joy Reid. <laughs> okay, well, I was just know, making sure. People are going to hear what they want to hear. And, I, no and you could argue that maybe Joy Reid shouldn't be news either, but unfortunately a lot of Democrats watch her and are going to follow her lead on a lot of these things. Mm. Now we got a bunch of other texts coming in as well. Uh, Melissa dealing with the Mueller report saying there was no collusion, at least no evidence of collusion, between Trump, the campaign, and the Russians, which was kind of obvious There's a lot of texters. They are all up and tapping away on their phones. <laughs> and or... you can text at 23680 <laughs> if you haven't had a chance yet. First out, now it's time for the pardons for the people who were abused by Mueller and the Southern District of New York. It's not going to happen. No, but it's a good point, but don't wait for it. Yeah, I don't think it's... If it does, it would happen like right before Trump leaves office in, you know, six now, years. I know the money that costs the taxpayers seems to be different than what the actual Mueller report cost, all in, in traffic and, and transportation and all this other... I mean, yeah. I think we're being charged about, what, $28 million or something? Something like that, yeah. But the actual report costs like $800 million or something to put together. I don't know, it's just crazy amount. But uh, this texture suggests that maybe somebody pay back the $300 million plus million that Mueller spent during this investigation because it is the people's tax money. Okay. I uh, don't see that happening. No, it's not going to happen. I mean, Mueller's not going to pay it back. He was hired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, maybe the Democrats should find a way to pay it back who started all this. Well, Mueller's not going to do it. And we have some textures. It seems like uh, most of the textures want the report released. And a lot of the textures want the money back or at least find out where all that money went. Of course, one person did say, no, make them get their butts busy running this country now. <laughs> here, so don't here. release it, move on. So there was another part to this report, though, that I have to mention. And this is where a lot of Republicans and conservatives are not happy with the report. It has to do with obstruction of justice. Another thing that Mueller looked into was whether the Trump, President Trump and his campaign obstructed justice looking into the Russian investigation. This is what William Barr's letter to Congress about it says. The special counsel considered whether to evaluate the conduct under the department standards governing prosecution and declination decisions, but ultimately determined not to make a traditional prosecutorial judgment. The special counsel therefore did not draw a conclusion one way or the other as to whether the examined conduct constituted obstruction. Instead, for each of the relevant actions investigated, the report sets out evidence on both sides of the question and leaves unresolved what the special counsel views are difficult issues of law, in fact, concerning whether the president's action and intent could be viewed as obstruction. Sounds like a cop-out to me. Oh, well, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Here's, here you go. We'll let you, we'll let you decide. I'm not the only one who says that. Alan Dershowitz was on Fox News last night. And he is not happy with this part of the report. This is what he said. 
I thought it was a cop-out mm. for him to say that there was not enough evidence to indict, but it's not an exoneration. On, on obstruction. And we're going to put a report out on obstruction. We're going to put a report out, which says on the one hand, on the other hand, it sounds like a law school exam. That's not the job of the prosecutor. The job of the prosecutor is to decide, yes or no. Make a decision. And then if you say yes, you indict. If you say no, you shut up. You don't go on and say, no, we're not going to indict, but let me tell you all the evidence that might have led us to indict. That's exactly what prosecutors shouldn't do. So he's basically saying that what Mueller should have done is come up with a conclusion or at least shut up about it. Say we have no evidence of obstruction and there you go. Or here's evidence of, of obstruction. Here's who we're going to indict because of it. I think the reason why they didn't come up with a conclusion is there's not enough evidence there. And the main issue is Trump, when, like, when Trump fired James Comey, he has every power to do that. You can't obstruct justice by being president of the United States and doing one of your constitutional duties. He has the authority to fire James Comey for whatever he reason he wants to. So when you make this argument that he obstructed justice with, say, firing Comey, it's never going to hold up legally because Trump has the power to do that anyway. This is one of the tough issues, quote unquote, that Mueller's talking about, I think, and he knows about it. But as Alan Dershowitz said, he should have come up with a conclusion. So now the Democrats are going to they're going to hold on to this part of the investigation and they're going to say, see, there's evidence of obstruction. It doesn't exonerate Trump. We got to continue these investigations. We're going to talk more about this later on in the show. A lot more, a lot of different angles to it. Also talk about it on my show tonight, PM Orlando, 5 to 6 p.m. Alan, we have, um, unfortunately, the tragedy out of Parkland. Yes. Um, it didn't end that day, it seems like. Yeah. We that- have another ho- uh, another heartbreaking story related to the Parkland shooting. Yeah, that's coming up in the news, along with uh, gas prices. Looks like they're going up again this week. Uh, we'll bring those stories and others, along with traffic and weather, together for you in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando at 629. Over the weekend, I really did not even check this when I don't have to get gas. I usually don't even pay attention to it. Um, yeah. yeah but, where's gas bud when you need him? Yeah. Where is gas bud? We need, <laughs> we need his updates. So yeah, I'm not gas yaffy today, unfortunately. Well, I'll be gas Allen and tell you that Florida gas prices held steady over the past week, but prices at the pump may increase this week. AAA predicts that drivers may see gas prices rise another 10 cents this week. That's because of refinery maintenance, rising demand, and a switch to summer blend gasoline, which is more expensive to produce. The statewide average price for a gallon of regular is $2.62, nearly 30 cents more than a month ago. The highest gas price averages are found in West Palm Beach, Boca Raton at $2.76 a gallon and Miami at $2.70. The lowest are found in Jacksonville and Orlando at 256 a gallon. Larry Spillman, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. The news is brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Another student from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland has reportedly committed suicide. Coral Springs police are not releasing a name yet, but they say the student currently attended the high school. News of the death comes about a week after 19-year-old Sydney Aiello committed suicide. She was diagnosed with PTSD after surviving the mass shooting in which 17 people were killed at Stoneman Douglas in February of 2018. Obviously, this is a real big issue 
that we're going to have to confront as a country. You know, we're trying to prevent these shootings, but we also have to think of the people who survived them and just how how tough it is that they have it. And this is not, there have been other shootings where this has happened, where survivors have had survivor's guilt, they call it, and yeah. committed suicide. It's just awful. Yeah, they're they're trying to take some action down there. We'll see how, how well it uh, turns out. If your home was damaged by Hurricane Irma back in 2017, there's still time to apply for federal money to rebuild. But Ken Lawson at the Florida Department of Economic Opportunity says you need to hurry because Friday's the deadline to apply. So I have this program called Rebuild Florida. Where right now I have federal money for, for Irma, and we had a deadline of March 29th where anyone who's been hurt by Irma can apply to get help with repairing their home. The feds came up with $1.4 billion to help Florida recover from Irma, and Lawson says homeowners can apply for a share of that money at rebuildflorida.org. You can also call Rebuild Florida at 844-833-1010. New Zealand is going to form a Royal Commission of Inquiry to look into the recent mass shootings at two mosques that left 50 people dead. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. While New Zealanders and Muslim communities around the world are both grieving and showing compassion for one another, they are also quite rightly asking questions on how this terror attack was able to happen here. The Prime Minister said the probe will examine how the gunman got his weapons as well as the role social media played in the shooting. In response to the attack, New Zealand is moving to tighten gun regulations, including banning the type of weapons used in the shootings. Finally, sad news for the Bud Man. New England Patriots star tight end Rob Gronkowski is retiring from football. Gronk announced on social media yesterday that this is the biggest decision of his life, but it's time to move forward. So sad Bud didn't come into work today. I, yeah, I was yeah. going to say that is why he took this day off. Yeah. No, man. it's not. So this sad. has been a this has been a planned day off. He will be back tomorrow. But he does have that time now to reflect. <laughs> WFLA News Time is 636 Get these stories and more at WFLAOrlando.com. Join us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. 6.43 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here's one of the top stories we're looking at for you right now. Uh, Gina Cervetti in the, boom, in the business report was just talking about the issue with 737 MAX planes that Boeing is still dealing with. Well, the story is there are more flight cancellations due to the grounding of that plane. The world's largest airline, American Airlines, announced it will be canceling 90 flights a day through April 24th. The airline says it's canceling the flights because it's waiting on the Federal Aviation Administration to clear the plane, which is linked to two deadly crashes. Updates in our top stories every 10 minutes here on Good Morning Orlando. News, weather, traffic. traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Oh, they're out there. The truth is out there. The truth is out there. From the spooky oh. yappy files. <laughs> <laughs> So you might be wondering why I'm playing, you know, alien music and why I'm going to talk about aliens. Because, you know, usually it's coast to coast. We, we, play, a, we play a show on this station overnight called Coast to Coast uh, AM, and they talk about this stuff all the time. And it's actually a pretty popular show across oh, the country. It, yeah. 
And a lot of people believe in that stuff. And they'll have guests on all the time talking about aliens. And usually, okay, I, I'd leave this kind of topic for that show. But I, I'm, you know, I'm doing show prep and I look at the Orlando Sentinel and they have a story. It's like the top of their page. It was also on Drudge, by the way. It, Drudge Report had this too. Philly carried it as well. Yeah. yeah. It's, it it kind of made the run. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what is going on here? Here's the headline of the story from the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, alien in my backyard. The UFO community still believes and science is starting to listen. So the Orlando Sentinel went out and they interviewed some people locally who are believers who say either they believe in it or they've actually been abducted. In fact, they interviewed um, Trish Bishop out in Kissimmee and she talked about her experience. This is from, I'm telling you, this was on the front page of the Orlando Sentinel. Actually, here's some of the audio of that interview. I know this sounds crazy, all right, you know, but I'm just telling you what I saw. It's about 5.30, 20 to 6 in the evening, and I was out here and I noticed this wavy looking thing above the trees over here on the right. And I kept thinking, what is that? And I thought it was some type of weather phenomenon and it moves forward and it stops between the crepe myrtle tree out here and the wood line and then it pulls forward on this side right between there and all of I a sudden music. there is <laughs> a an alien appearing in front of the crepe myrtle tree he had a human body but he had a creature's head Okay, so when you look at stuff like that, you're like, what, what is going on, Mike? Why, why are you doing this? We got Mueller out. We're going to get more into the Mueller report. We're going to talk about mo- that most of the show. But I, what's really interesting, actually, about this story in the Elena Sentinel about this is how many people locally in groups actually believe and talk about this. You know, I was thinking, too, another popular show, Ancient Aliens on History Channel. That shows there's, that see, show. there's actually a growing movement out there of more people legitimately trying to say they believe this. Well, I'm a member of MUFON. Are you really? Sure, why not? MUFON? I I spent a lot of time working overnight, so uh, uh, coast to coast, coast to ghost, toast to toast. I love it, man. George Norrie and the boys, they uh, they handle it. It's not just aliens, it's conspiracy theory stuff, too. Yeah, let me me tell you what MUFON is. Please. It's the Mutual Unidentified Flying Objects Network. It's a nationwide organization that's 50 years old. But what's really interesting about this is, a, is what the Orlando Sun says here. It says, across restaurants and meeting rooms in the United States, MUFON groups still gather every month to discuss cases like bishops and other UFO sightings. The Space Coast group, here locally, made up of some former NASA employees and engineers, has 118 members, the largest in the state. Across the U.S., they number 3,500 with additional offices in 42 countries. That's still a pretty small number in the big scheme of things. But it's weird to talk about NASA employees doing this. It says here in the Orlando Sentinel, in the past two years, scientists, politicians, and professionals have increasingly been willing to touch the taboo subject and perhaps lend a little credence to those who still believe. So there's like a movement out here, apparently, and more people are giving credence to it, that this is a thing. Now, it says, since then, respected researchers from the chairman of Harvard University's astronomy department to at least one scientist at NASA have come up with theories, albeit controversial ones, that suggest closer study of the role extraterrestrials may play in certain 
phenomena. Now, Melissa says she's a believer. I, I'm, I'm, uh, did, did you say you're a believer? I yeah, I, said, I, said, okay. I sure did. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not. Yeah. Ever since Betty and Barney Hill. What? <laughs> you don't remember that? I, no. What? No idea. Betty and Barney. Oh, God. I'm not. You're supposed to do some research on aliens and explorations. <laughs> not to mention I alien think, probes. Okay. I think that there could be life out there in the universe, this big universe. Do I think they're visiting us? No, I don't really see much proof of that. But apparently, and there's actually some science behind why people think this. It talks about in the article that kind of explains maybe it's not really aliens, it's something else. But I'm curious, is anyone out there glad to see that this is becoming more prominent? Well, you know, back in the day when they started running around about Christianity and Christ, people were like, oh my goodness, aliens, UFOs. I mean, it was pretty much the well, same concept. And then all of a sudden it became no, don't an accepted. Say Christianity's the same concept as aliens. Don't do that. What are you doing? A higher power coming from above, helping us out or not. Oh, jeez. What are you doing? I mean, all right, we're going to talk more about this on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. In two minutes, this is Good Morning Orlando. Hey. 652 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here's one of the top stories we're looking at for you right now. Rescuers are credited with freeing a driver whose car wound up in a retention pond in Brevard County. The vehicle went off the road late yesterday morning near the Palm Bay Road exit of I-95. Palm Bay Fire Rescue responded and pulled the driver to safety. The driver is expected to survive, and there's no word on what caused the car to go off the road. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on WFLA. News, weather, and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. And this is Yaffe filling in for Bud. Bud will be back tomorrow, and I will be on tonight, 5 to 6 p.m. for PM Orlando because... No doubt there's going to be a lot of news surrounding the Mueller report. By the way, Alan Spector is here. He will be giving the news at the top of the hour in just a few minutes. Melissa Fox is producing in my chair today. And then we have Edwin screening your calls at 407-916-5400. In the last segment, we were talking about aliens because the Orlando Sentinel had a big piece on it. Kind of trying to give a little credibility to how many people believe. I couldn't believe. I honestly couldn't believe. I saw it on Drudge. I saw it on the front page of Atlanta Sun. I was like, what is going on here? The Orlando Sentinel had, did a whole interview and video on it. Apparently somebody somewhere is messing with the hands of time in oh. order for spooky Yaffe to figure things out. Oh, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I am not a believer. And you had mentioned, though, you kind of compared it to Christianity. And I was like, what are you doing? Well, but then I actually, we got two callers that said, have you ever seen God? Well, and that's, you actually make an interesting point there. It is turning into a religion. I've noticed that. The whole ancient alien sure. show and sure. everything, it's turning into where people that don't want to believe in the traditional religions, they want to believe in something like that. So more and more of them are like going into the whole, the whole alien thing. I noticed they're worshiping uh, Marvin the Martian. <laughs> no, well, yes, well, yes, part of the Mar- uh, but Take me to your leader, <laughs> Earthling. Um, but yeah, there is a, the takeaway is yes, they, it is cultish, and yes, it could very easily turn into some sort of religion. You want us uh, to look for a higher power for excuses or whatever or for reasons why things happen so what why not be a higher power or be an alien 
Yeah, see, I am a Christian, so I believe that all oh, this is a false religion. But before Christianity, when the cr- people came around toting Christianity and Jesus and God, those other people were like, "What aliens?" <laughs> They, they didn't say <laughs> aliens. I'm pretty sure. I no, 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 no. Alan, no. you were there. No, no, no. <laughs> I was looking the other way at the time. <laughs> anyway, um, they, the Orlando Sentinel does say psychology can explain some of it. It says common explanations include a person projecting their unconscious desires onto something or a predisposition to believe in conspiracy theories informing what a person thinks they saw. That's what a psychology professor said at UCF. He said it's like being in an echo chamber as well, where they get in these groups and they just commonly want to believe in this stuff. So uh, there you go. I just had to point that out because it was like top news in several websites. We are going to move on now. I was trying to give you a somewhat of a break from the politics because... You were easing us into Monday morning. I like <laughs> because that. Because the politics, yes, is dominating with the Mueller report coming. Are, are you a believer in aliens, Alan Spector? I, uh, I I have an open mind about most things, including aliens. Okay, okay. That's a, it's that's possible a... they're among us. They may have visited years and years ago. Really? You know, well, we hear these stories about yep. these things that uh, uh, were constructed on Earth that seem beyond the capabilities of mm-hmm. human beings at that time. See, the ancient alien thing. See, I think you've watched Stargate. that show. No, he watched Stargate, I'm thinking, <laughs> with Ra, the sun I, god, and all that. It makes sense. Those things we could not have constructed with the technology that we had at the time. Yeah, people have theories about the pyramids, too. In, indeed. Yeah, see, I don't buy it. I don't buy any. I believe there probably are, because the universe is gigantic, obviously. So and somewhere out there, I'm sure there's other some kind of life. If they visited here, I'm just not there. All right, so... I guess we'll get back to the more important topics of the day in the Mueller report that is uh, that has been released. And William Barr put out a summary yesterday. I wanted to point something out. I want to play some audio here real quick. Marco Rubio, our own senator, was on Meet the Press yesterday. And he actually made a point that I thought was interesting. And I've noticed more Republicans and conservatives are bringing this out there. That not only do they want the full Mueller report released to the public for everyone to see, But they want more than that for specific reasons, which I totally understand. This is what Rubio said. Absolutely. In fact, I want to see all of them. What was the criminal? uh, What was the underlying criminal uh, predicate for the entire investigation? Let's see the FISA applications, uh, because this is an extraordinary use of of government surveillance power. And we have legal uh, reasons why you might be able to use it. But show us what those were. What was the underlying predicate for for those FISA applications? Let's see all of that. Um, Let's put all of that out there as well so we can pass judgment about how the uh, how the investigation was conducted or or at least the predicate for the investigation was conducted during the Obama years. All right. So he's basically saying he wants more documents, including those FISA applications that were used to uh, start a lot of the investigations and the wiretapping and all of that. He wasn't the only Republican who said this over the weekend. Jim Jordan was on ABC This Week basically making the same point. If he's going to release all the information, then I want all of it released. I want those 302s. I want the conversations between Bruce Orr and Christopher Steele, the guy who wrote the dossier, Glenn Simpson, the guy the Clinton campaign hired to put the dossier together. I want all those conversations that Bruce Orr had with Glenn Simpson and Christopher Steele, those recorded com- uh, th- th- those notes from the FBI. I want all that made so, public. So you I agree. want the FISA application to be made public. When they used that, they used that dossier, took it to a secret court. 
Didn't tell the court the Clinton campaign paid for that document. Didn't tell the court a, a foreigner who, had, was, who was desperate to stop Trump from being elected president wrote the document. I want that information released, too. So, so if they're going to release everything, let's, let's release it all. Well, so basically, the moral of this story dealing with Republicans and Democrats is just because the Mueller report has been finished and will be released soon, it is not the end of the story. The story will, of course, continue on. Unfortunately, Alan Spector, I know you have uh, more on this and reaction from the president, right? Yeah, good news for Donald Trump over the weekend and yeah. heartbreak for UCF. Two of our top stories coming up, along with others in traffic and weather together. Just two minutes away on Good Morning Orlando, it's 7 o'clock. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando. WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando. And W226BT Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good Monday morning, Orlando. Busy morning here on the 50,000 watt front porch where we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Filling in for Bud today, this is Yaffe. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning reaction to the Mueller report. We'll have it in one minute. Yes, the Mueller report says there is no evidence of collusion. What happens next? Talk about that. This President Trump is back at the White House after a triumphant weekend at his resort in Palm Beach. Yesterday, Attorney General William Barr released a summary of special counsel Robert Mueller's report, concluding the Trump campaign did not cooperate with Russian interference in the 2016 presidential race. It's a shame that our country had to go through this. To be honest, it's a shame that your president has had to go through this for before I even got elected, it began. Trump told reporters at Mar-a-Lago that he's completely and totally exonerated, and he called the investigation an illegal takedown that failed. But the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee disagrees that the Mueller report totally exonerates the president, and Jerry Nadler wants to know more. I intend to fight for that transparency. We will ask the Attorney General to testify before the House Judiciary Committee. We will demand the release of the full report. The American people are entitled to a full accounting of the President's misconduct referenced by the Special Counsel. Florida Republicans and Democrats disagree on the next step in the aftermath of the Mueller report. GOP Senator Rick Scott says we should now focus on more important issues, but Democratic Representative Val Demings of Orlando says it's an absolute necessity for Congress to continue its own investigation. I was going to say, you know that President Trump is in a good mood after all this because he tweeted out over the weekend, good morning, have a great day. Then he retweeted that <laughs> later <laughs> and said Depending the same thing. Depending on what thing. coast you were on, want to make sure he covered everybody with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So there you go. <laughs> this news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A grower based in the San Diego area is recalling avocados sold in bulk in grocery stores here in Florida and five other states. The recall follows routine tests that found the fruit might be contaminated by listeria. An earthquake is responsible for an early morning wake-up call in the Panhandle. A 2.5 magnitude quake struck yesterday morning in Coffee County, Alabama. It's the fifth earthquake reported along the Florida-Alabama state line this month. No injuries have been reported. 
Apple holds a media event today that's expected to focus on video. The buzz surrounding today's Apple launch has more to do with services than products. The tagline for the event is, it's showtime, and industry experts say the main focus may be on Apple's new subscription services. One of those is expected to be a video streaming service with original shows, and a lot of big-name celebrities have already signed on. The other is a subscription news service. Apple already announced its new product lineup last week, which included its AirPods with more power and an optional wireless charging case. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Aubrey Dawkins' tip-in attempt rolled around the rim and then out as time oh. expired and UCF lost to top-seeded Duke 77-76. to Dawkins had led the Knights with 32 points in the second-round matchup of the NCAA men's basketball tournament at Columbia, South Carolina. His dad, UCF head coach Johnny Dawkins, said the near upset capped off a great season. What we're able to do this year as far as, you know, competing at the level we wanted to compete at, you know, making the NCAA tournament, winning a game in the NCAA tournament, uh, says a lot about our senior class because they led us all the way. And I'm just really proud of everything they've done for our program. What a game that was. What an amazing Mike. game. I watched all of it. It was, it was something to watch. I even cheered for them. Now, I was on the road yesterday. I went to a spring training game down in uh, West Palm Beach, and I was headed back and uh, heard the entire second half. Mark Daniels with the call on our sister station, yeah. 96.9, the game. Uh, and I was just going, I was going nuts behind the wheel as that thing, <laughs> as that terrible. game seesawed back and forth. And then when la- they went up 74 70, and yeah. then, then oh. Aubrey Dawkins had a chance at the jam. And didn't make it. That I think that, that was, was it. Yeah, that, that was the was clutch. The moment they would have been was up, heartbreaking they because would, they would have been up seventy six seventy with less than two minutes to go. Because when he missed that dunk, and I was with my mom and dad, and they thought he made it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all did. So they were we, cheering, and I said, "Wait, wait, yep. he missed that." Yeah. Then Duke comes back, makes a three, and turns a four point lead into a one. You got to say that Zion Williamson is amazing, though. Yeah, he's good. We'll yeah. see him later. He came through, but you got to give credit to Duke coach Mike Shashevsky when he was interviewed on CBS mm-hmm. afterward. I saw that. Giving a lot of love and credit to Johnny Dawkins and Aubrey Dawkins. Of course, Johnny Dawkins, his assistant for 10 years right. at Duke, and he knew Aubrey growing up. So he he almost looked as disappointed yeah. as the UCF people. <laughs> he really he did. Was. He was. He was bummed for oh, them. Oh, darn, we won. No. <laughs> no. I had to beat my old boy there. Oh, well, uh, you know, all I can say is, uh, you know, I'm still very proud to be a UCF alum after that game and nowhere to go but up for the well, program. That's what I'm saying. Now we're on the map. Yep. Like with college football the past few years, now basketball. Look out. WFLA News Time is 7.09. A 19-year-old in Missouri accused of spiking co-workers' drinks with LSD. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. There's a coworker for we're you. St- we're, still, <laughs> we're still doing acid? <laughs> Somebody is, like, whether you want to or not. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. You're never more than 10 minutes away from the latest news, weather, and traffic. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. As much as I'd love to talk about the UCF game for all three hours, because it was amazing to watch. We Come have on, to get... we can. <laughs> no, no, we can't. <laughs> we have to talk about the big news story of the day, which is the fact that the Mueller report is completed, was given to the Attorney General. The Attorney General put out a letter to Congress with a summary 
Will it be released? What happens next? And what were the conclusions? We're going to talk about that and more, Alan. It's all that in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando at 710. 7.14 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here is the top story we're looking at for you today. President Trump is weighing in on the Russia investigation now that a summary of the probe has been released. Speaking to reporters at his Palm Beach resort yesterday, Trump said the Mueller report shows there was no collusion during the presidential campaign and no obstruction of the Russia investigation. More on this in a second. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on WFLA. Use your smart speaker. Tell Alexa to play News Radio 93.1 from iHeartRadio. Yes, and this is Yaffe filling in for Bud. A lot of big news today surrounding the Mueller report. By the way, Melissa Fox is producing. Edwin is screening your calls at 407-916-5400. The Mueller report finally finished. 675 days. 675 days of this going on, of interviews about it, of speculation about it, of Democrats saying he could go home in handcuffs. Adam Schiff actually said that once and more and more and on. And it's finally done. And this was the conclusion that was reached, at least according to special counsel Robert Moore. This is uh, in William Barr, the attorney general, William Barr, put out a letter to Congress with a summary of the report. This is what it says dealing with collusion. The special counsel did not, I repeat, did not find that any U.S. person or Trump campaign official or associate conspired or knowingly coordinated with the IRA in its efforts. The IRA being the Internet Research Agency, uh, which is a Russian organization. Although the special counsel brought criminal charges against a number of Russian nationals and entities in connection with these activities. No collusion. Yes, there had been indictments of people surrounded Trump and the Trump campaign, but those indictments, a lot of them were process crimes, meaning they were caught in lies during the investigation, had nothing to do with collusion, and some of them had nothing to do with Trump at all. Most of the Manafort charges really had nothing to do with Trump at all. So President Trump, of course, reacted to all of this right after. This is what he said. It was just announced there was no collusion with Russia, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. There was no collusion with Russia. There was no obstruction and none whatsoever. And it was a complete and total exoneration. To be honest, it's a shame that your president has had to go through this for before I even got elected. It began and it began illegally. And hopefully somebody's going to look at the other side. This was an illegal takedown that failed. All right. What's your reaction? 407-916-5400. And text to 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. So what happens next? Does this mean the Democrats are going to finally move on? Hey, maybe they'll work on some policy. Maybe try to work with President Trump. Well, Ted Cruz was interviewed over the weekend on CNN. Uh, he thinks no. He thinks uh, the Democrats are still going to push for something. This is what he said. If anyone thinks that the Mueller report being concluded is, is the end of the Democrats' attempt to take down President Trump, they haven't been paying attention the last two years. My point is, you ask Congressman Nadler whether the House is, is going to impeach the president. I'll answer that for you. Yes, 
They fully intend to impeach the president, and, and, and they don't care about the basis. You know, twice, Congressman Nadler said something remarkable. He said, listen, the special counsel's focused on crimes. We're not all that concerned with crimes. Our focus, this is Democrats in the House, is much broader than crimes. What, what, what they're basically saying is they're going to impeach the president for being Donald Trump, and, and they don't care about the evidence. They don't care about the but substance. You know so Ted Cruz there basically saying that the Democrats are still going to push for impeachment of Donald Trump and they're just going to do it because he's Trump. It seems like if they did do it, it would just be for partisan political reasons. I wish they would just say, we don't like the guy. Yeah. Why, yeah. Why did they have to go so far? Why can't they just say, we don't like him. We're going to try to uh, get a Democrat elected next time. Why do they have to go full scale invest investigations and try for impeachment? Mm. And the investigations are going to continue. Nadler said that over the weekend, he basically said, Oh, well, this doesn't exonerate Trump on obstruction, and I have evidence he obstructed. Well, sort of. So we're going to look into that, kind of. I don't know. 407-916-5400. Will the Democrats still pursue impeachment of Trump even after this report? 407-916-5400. You can text to 23680 or standard message and data rates apply. I have much more to say on this. We have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two, two minutes. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. 723 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here's one of the top stories we're looking at for you right now. Florida Republicans and Democrats disagree on the next step after the Mueller report indicated no proof of collusion between President Trump and Russia. GOP Senator Rick Scott says we should now focus on more important issues. But Representative Val Demings says it's an absolute necessity for Congress to continue its own investigation. The Orlando Democrat also says that contrary to Trump's claims, the Mueller report does not exonerate him. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on WFLA. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. So, will the Democrats still pursue impeachment? Do they still believe that they have a case dealing with dealing against Trump? I think they do. They are still going to do this maybe after the next election. They're still going to pursue the investigations, of course. The, I'm, I think the narrative is going to move to a different area. And I'm going to talk about that in a sec. But I wanted to play some audio of uh, Jim Jordan over the weekend, basically making the same point that Ted Cruz was, that unfortunately, this will not stop the Democrats. Come on, George. I mean, look, here's what's happened. They, they don't think this Mueller report's going to be the bombshell they all anticipated it was going to be. So now they're launching all kinds of other charges, all kinds of other investigations. They bring in Michael Cohen a few weeks ago. This was their first big hearing, their first star witness, their first announced witness of the 116th Congress, a guy who's going to prison in six weeks for lying to Congress. They bring him in, and what does he do? He lies again. We think at least seven times under oath in front of the Congress again. So that didn't, that didn't work for him. Now what's Chairman Adler do? 81 different letters to 60-some different individuals starting a whole new fishing expedition. This is how they operate. So if it's not the bombshell they wanted, they bring in Cohen. That doesn't work. That hearing is a flop. Then they go with Chairman Nadler and 81 different letters sent out there. This is how the Democrats are going to operate. Uh, we just got to be used to it and understand that that's where they're going to go. So basically, he makes the point that uh, they went from that to investigating Michael Cohen, and now they have all these uh, new letters going out to different people, and it's going to continue on and on and on. 
Now we have a bunch of people weighing in on the text line. You can weigh in as well at 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. Melissa, what do you see up there? Wow, I see a lot of people calling you silly. Silly? <laughs> yeah, well, not silly. Uh, let's see, where's the one that I was just looking for? Where have you been? He obstructed in public. It's in a video where he said he fired Comey because of the Russian investigation and then questions, where have you been? Yes, that is often the line that the Democrats have to say that because he fired James Comey and he said in that interview it was because of the Russia. It was obvious he was mad at Comey because Comey said to him in private that there was no evidence of him in Russia, no evidence of collusion. Comey would say that to Trump in private, but he wouldn't say it in public. And Trump had mentioned that in an interview, basically. But that's not obstruction. No. You can fire. When you're the president of the United States, the FBI director works under you. Legally, you can fire that person for any reason you want. You could stop the investigation for any reason you want. That's not obstruction of justice. That's why um, Mueller couldn't go down that road. There are a lot of good ones here. We've got Mike. You said the Democrats are looking to elect someone other than Trump the next cycle, implicating that they are content to let the rule of law stand and the duly elected president serve. Well, I beg to differ. The Dems are bent on the removal of the office of president by any means and will continue to pursue it no matter what. Nothing short of a coup. I'm a little skeptical of that, frankly, because I just don't think uh, the public support is there. And I don't think there's enough evidence they can use. I think they want to keep using these investigations to hurt Trump politically so he is not reelected. Now, if Trump is reelected, I think all bets are off. Then who knows what the Democrats are going to do. By the way, there was another part that we've been talking about in the Mueller investigation dealing with obstruction of justice. So that one texter was talking about, well, Mueller decided to not really weigh in either way, honestly, which is kind of kind of strange, says um, the special counsel considered whether to evaluate the conduct on obstruction says the special counsel therefore did not draw a conclusion one way or the other as to whether the examined conduct constituted obstruction. Instead, for each of the relevant actions investigated, the report sets out evidence on both sides of the question and leaves unresolved what the special counsel views as difficult issues. That's according to the letter from the Attorney General to Congress summary of the special counsel's report. So basically on the whole idea of obstruction, he decided, well, this is kind of a difficult issue, so here you go, Congress. Here you go, American public. You can you can decide because I don't want to decide. Now, uh, Alan Dershowitz was on Fox over the weekend, and he's not happy with that part of the report. This is what he said. I thought it was a cop out mm. for him to say that there was not enough evidence to indict, but it's not an exoneration on, on obstruction. And we're going to put a report out on obstruction. We're going to put a report out which says on the one hand, on the other hand, it sounds like a law school exam. That's not the job of the prosecutor. The job of the prosecutor is to decide yes or no. Make a decision. And then if you say yes, you indict. If you say no, you shut up. You don't go on and say, no, we're not going to indict, but let me tell you all the evidence that might have led us to indict. That's exactly what prosecutors shouldn't do. And I actually agree with them. It's actually a really good point, but the Democrats are going to use this as we already heard from Val Demings, uh, and they're going to continue to pursue this angle dealing with Trump. Alan Spector in the studio with me right now. I know you have some news for those who have homes that were damaged by Hurricane Irma. Yeah, they've got a deadline coming up this Friday if they want to collect some federal money to help with repairs. Also, we have a second 
student survivor of the Parkland shooting taking their own life. We've got those stories and others and traffic and weather together in just two minutes. It's 7.30 on Good Morning Orlando. Yes, and this is Yaffe filling in for Bud here on Good Morning Orlando. Alan Spector with me right now in the studio. Alan, unfortunately, the tragedy of the Parkland shooting, the Parkland massacre, it just... It, it continues. Yeah, it's it's never-ending. A high school student who survived the Parkland school shooting in 2018 is dead by apparent suicide. Coral Springs police were called Saturday night to investigate the incident. Authorities have confirmed the juvenile who died was a student at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, but the cause of death has not been released pending autopsy results. The death comes a week after Parkland survivor and graduate Sydney Aiello took her own life. The suicides prompted an emergency meeting of community leaders and mental health professionals. Ryan Petty is the father of a Parkland shooting victim and says communication is key in situations like this. Our message is to encourage parents to sit down with their kids and ask them, ask them those questions and understand whether or not they're at risk. Because what we learned, unfortunately, this week is that kids that may appear to be okay um, and not have any issues are, are actually suffering in silence. Those at the meeting put together an action plan that includes talking to kids and making them aware that services and help are available. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Hurricane Irma is long gone, but Floridians who were hit by the storm can still get help with the cost of rebuilding. It's been a year and a half since Irma tore through the Florida Peninsula, and Ken Lawson at the Department of Economic Opportunity says people are still struggling to rebuild. All the time has passed, there's still people who are hurt. And those who are still suffering from Irma, we want them to know there is a process and there is a pool of money available where they can reach out to us. The feds gave Florida almost $1.5 billion to rebuild after Irma, and if you're approved, they'll take care of the home repairs. You can call 844-833-1010 or click on rebuildflorida.org to apply. Don't delay, though. The deadline is Friday. In Tallahassee, Rick Flagg, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Florida gas prices have held steady over the past week, but that may change this week. You could see an increase and AAA is predicting drivers may see gas prices rise another 10 cents over the next week. That's because of refinery maintenance, rising demand, and a switch to summer blend gasoline. Statewide average price for a gallon of regular is 262. That's almost 30 cents more than a month ago. The good news is the uh, lowest prices in Florida, according to AAA, on average, are found in Jacksonville and Orlando. Ah, that is good news. At 2.56 a gallon. Officials in Norway say all passengers aboard the Viking Sky cruise ship are safe after that vessel was temporarily stranded at sea, suffering an engine failure over the weekend. The ship is now docked in the country's western port of Moldy. The company says the passengers and crew are flying home. Rescue teams airlifted hundreds of the passengers to shore before they were able to tow the boat to Moldy. Authorities say at least 17 people injured are in hospitals nearby. The effort to evacuate more than 1,000 people began Saturday. Officials worked under difficult circumstances. Helicopters battled high winds and strong waves as they brought victims to safety. In Washington, David Spunt, Fox News. Boy, that looked like a fun trip, didn't it? I saw vi- <laughs> yeah. I saw video from inside the cruise ship when this was happening. Yeah. It was it was pretty freaky. 
And yeah. of course, my girlfriend, who's like afraid to go on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. immediately heard the story and sent, you know, sent something to me. Strike so three. I'm never going to get her <laughs> on a cruise. <laughs> Elsewhere, two men say they found an indestructible refrigerator, an indestructible refrigerator stocked with cold beer amid debris from the devastating flooding in Nebraska. Kyle Simpson and his friend Galen Stouffer were surveying the damage near the town of Schuyler last Sunday when they found the small black fridge completely unscathed by the elements. The fridge was packed with Bud Light and Bush Light. The friends cracked open a few beers, snapped a few photos, and then got back to work cleaning up the area. What was? It? I would want to know what the brand is for future reference. Of the refrigerator? Yeah. I do not have that information. <laughs> Thank you, bud. He usually likes to give me the third degree on these stories. <laughs> I didn't ask. I just said for, I was curious. For information I don't have. All right. We'll do some more research if I have time. A new Guinness World Record has been set by two men who set out to ride all of Boston's commuter trains in less than seven and a half hours. Alex Cox and Dominic Deluzio were notified by the organization that they set the new record by riding every Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority train in 7 hours, 29 minutes, and 46 seconds. Yeah, we had nothing better to do that day. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, let's go right on the mess. You got seven and a half hours to devote to riding subways. I was about to say, you're never going to get that back. And finally, a hot air balloon stolen from Bloomington, Indiana, has been recovered here in Florida. The Marion County Sheriff's Office says it was the first time in 175 years of law enforcement that they recovered a stolen hot air balloon. (laughs) It was seen at the Village's Hot Air Balloon Festival (laughs) at the Florida Horse Park. The owner has chosen not to press charges, just said he wants his balloon back. Give me back so, my balloon. So did the police get in their own, like, police hot air balloon? You see the hot air balloon chase? <laughs> I don't know. I think <laughs> a light on the, on the top <laughs> with sirens. <laughs> I think at the villages, the police have their own golf cards. Of they course do. they That's do. True. With a, you know, a light on top and a siren. <laughs> Very loud nice. siren, yeah. All right, thanks, Alan. Let's take a call real quick. We've been talking about the whole uh, Mueller report being uh, released to the Attorney General. The Attorney General put out a summary saying there was no evidence of collusion between Trump and Russia, but would not weigh in one way or the other on obstruction. Let's talk to James in Orlando. James, what's your take on all this? My take is that we wasted $30 million on a bogus investigation, and Val Demings should drop it, the DNC should drop it, everyone should drop it, it's over. Give it up and stop wasting taxpayer money. All right, James, I appreciate your call. Um, I totally get what you're saying. I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. James (laughs) says drop it like it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. All right, so coming up next, we have the Sound Judgment game. 407-916-5400-407-916-5400. Great prize today. Take you to the Lake Ridge Winery. I know you all love going there, so we'll give you a chance to go for free. 407-916-5400. It's a UCF-related question. Well, how timely. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, we're traffic-driven over here. Yeah. (laughs) 407-916-5400 for the Sound Judgment Game. We have that in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. This is Good Morning Orlando. 
7.44 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here's one of the top stories we're looking at for you right now. A man is dead after an apparent murder in Orange County. The body of the unidentified victim was found early yesterday morning near Martin Road in Apopka. No cause of death was revealed, but a neighbor claims to have heard about seven gunshots. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on WFLA. Use your smart speaker. Tell Google Home to play News Radio 93.1 WFLA. And this is Yaffe filling in for Bud. Alan Spector is still here giving the news. Melissa Fox is producing. And Edwin is screening your calls at 407-916-5400. Now we're going to play the sound judgment game. And Edwin, he's going to tell us what you can win. We have a four-pack of tickets to the Lake Ridge Winery's Blues at the Winery Festival April 13th and 14th for those who enjoy sipping a glass of Lake Ridge wine and listening to the blues. This event is a must-see. Get your tickets in advance at lakeridgewinery.com. Yeah, this is definitely a prize my mom would like to win. Oh, well, but that's she good. Can't. Yeah, but that's good to know, <laughs> So Michael. I might just have to take her, I guess, and then uh, <laughs> put in the money myself. I don't know. We'll see. What what a lovely son you are. <laughs> yes, can I, I get guess, some free stuff? <laughs> I guess I can do something nice for my mother. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Now I have to. <laughs> as long as it's in the prize closet. Uh, well, <laughs> it might cost me something. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Love you. So, mean it. <laughs> All right, so uh, that might be heartbreaking, but speaking of something else that was heartbreaking, UCF played Duke last night and almost won the game. They lost by one point, one point. (laughs) I want you to listen to some audio here. This is the last play. This is the final play of that game where the last shot was just missed, rolled out of the rim. I want you to listen to that. Then use your sound judgment to tell me this. How many times has UCF been in the Division I tournament in its history? How many times have they been a part of that Division I tournament? Here's the audio. Jones is on him. Taylor driving. Driving in. Banks it up. No. Put back. In and out. And Duke survives just barely. Duke mm. survives. I mean, no one thought they would even UCF would even get that far. No one thought at the end of the game the announcer would be saying Duke survives. And the announcer is Coach Mark Daniels from our sister station, The Game. That's actually that. That was, was from Mark? CBS. Yeah. Sounded like Mark. That's no. Jim Nance. Oh, Jim. yeah, that was oh, Jim Nance bad. from CBS. Yeah, Mark Daniels. They, Mark. they did do uh, the the game as well on ninety six nine. The game. All right. So the sound judgment question: How many times has UCF made the Division One? tournament in its history let's go to line four line four how many times three times Uh, (laughs) no that is incorrect Uh Um, not a bad guess though actually pretty close so let's take another one here let's go to line two line two how many times uh one nope that is wrong uh three was much closer let's go to line one line one how many times have they made the division one tournament hey mike this was the first no, that is incorrect. I will say this is the first time they made it to the second round, but it is not the first time they made the tournament. I believe it's also it is the first time they were an at-large selection. Okay, all right, four zero. I did not know that. Four zero seven nine one six fifty four hundred. I'm full of useless information. Four zero seven nine one six fifty four hundred. Let's go to line three. Line three. How many times have they made the Division One tournament? 
Four. How many? Four. Four is not right. No, don't play the applause. <laughs> I was just giving her to her. I like that. She's so confident. <laughs> that was per, uh, participation applause. <laughs> yeah, yes, we don't everyone get gets one. We don't give participation <laughs> trophies and on you WFLA. Get and you get applause. <laughs> All right, yeah. let's go to line four. Line four, how many times? Two. No, 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 no. I will say four is the closest we've gotten. Four is the closest we've gotten. And it's Wait, participation applause above four. <laughs> Let's go to line one. Line one. Line one. Turn your radio, turn down. Your radio down. Okay. Yes. How many times how about, have they made the turn? About five. Five is right. Yay. There we go. Now yeah. you can get an applause. This is the first time. This is the first time that they have made the second round, but they also made the first round in 1994, 1996, 2004. 2005 and of course this year 2019 so congratulations you won those tickets to the lake ridge winery uh, what's your name where are you calling from uh, this is rob rob oh, where are you calling yeah. from rob calling from castleberry castleberry nice now did you get to watch that game at all yes i watched about the second half of the game it was heartbreaking mm. yeah i mean Devastating. That, that really is a word that Everyone is describing yeah. it as because I mean it's the best way to describe it. It was just, just so close. All right, I'll put you on hold, and uh, Edwin will tell you how you can get those tickets. Okay. Okay, I'll hold on the line. Thank you. All right, it. congratulations on that. You know, uh, UCF has had a successful basketball program for many years, even before they got into the Division One tournament. Mm-hmm. They had a very strong Division Two team, right. uh, coached by the legendary Torchy Clark for many many years. Back in the seventies and eighties, you are just a wealth of UCF knowledge. I feel I feel kind of ashamed because I'm a UCF alumni too, and I don't know nearly that much about. Well, I was it. there when it happened, so uh, good point. <laughs> so actually, yeah, I have that here. Um, they made the Division Two tournament in 76, 77, 78, 80, 81, 82. So all those years in a row. Just, so just what I said, I yeah, think. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Thanks for confirming <laughs> that. And verbatim, and verbatim. Thank you. All right, but yeah, that that was quite a game. I mean, it was a fun game to watch, even though they lost. And that um, uh, the one guy on Duke, uh, Williamson, right? Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. He, he, there was times in the game where he's like, "I am not losing this game," and he just stepped up. And well, you remember he was the guy whose sneaker blew out early in the season. Yeah, yeah. Nike yeah. gave him some new ones though, and they <laughs> held up so yeah. far. That's so. nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have the rush morning update in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. This is Good Morning Orlando. Yes, this is Good Morning Orlando. I'm Yaffe filming for Bud. Bud will be back tomorrow. Alan Spector is here. Melissa Fox is producing. And Edwin is screening your calls at 407-916-5400. And it will still be Open Mind Monday. Take calls on any topic, topic of your choice. Of course, the Mueller report being done will be the biggest topic of the day. So give us a call right now, 407-916-5400. But I have an update, Michael, on another very important story we talked about a few minutes ago. We told you about uh, Kyle Simpson and Galen Stouffer, who were cleaning up after the devastating floods in Nebraska when they spotted a small black box in the distance. It just sat there, a dark contrast on a wet and muddy field, curious. They walked over to the box, untangled it from the soggy brush, and realized (laughs) it was a mini-fridge. 
When they opened it, they found a stack of Bush Light beers. Not just beers, but ice-cold ones. (laughs) The kind they had wished for after a day spent slogging through mud, washouts, and waist-deep murky water in an area hit by floodwaters near the Platte River. Simpson said it was one of those days and a bright spot in a crappy day. Now, after the discovery was posted to Facebook, the original owner spoke up, and you were asking about what brand well, yeah, this I mean, fridge was. The because brand probably wants to use that for advertising. It, it, it The story gets even better. It turns out the fridge, which was a family treasure of sorts, traveled nearly four miles during the flooding. Oh, really? Wow. It remains one of the few personal items the family has recovered from the storm, which claimed their cabin. The refrigerator also survived a fire in 2007 that destroyed <laughs> their previous home. Well, first I have to say maybe, I mean, <laughs> maybe the fridge is bad luck <laughs> if, you, yeah. if your home's been yeah. in a fire I've and a been, flood. Was the beer in it from all that time? Or? I, I don't, I, I can't speak to that, <laughs> Melissa, but all I can tell you is it survived a fire and a flood. <laughs> I mean, that shows the fridge is amazing, <laughs> yeah. but it also might be wow. something out of an Amityville horror movie Yeah, and I, I still, I have not uncovered what brand it was. I've looked at photos of it and I, there's no... <laughs> No name on Jeez. on it, but uh, coming to a hopefully theater. Hopefully, this soon, is the last yes. time we will test ah. the fridge's might. Yeah, <laughs> just put it that way. Um, I, I know you have a lot more for us as well, Alan, including uh, Trump reacting to the Mueller report being completed. We've got that. We've got more on the heartbreak for UCF. Oh, it pains me even to to tell the story, Jeez. but we must, and we'll tell you about that. And more along with traffic and weather together on Good Morning Orlando in just two minutes. It's eight oh it's eight oh one. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, and W226BT Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Monday morning, a busy Monday morning here on the 50,000 watt front porch where we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Filling in for Bud today, this is Yaffe. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning the Mueller report is in and a summary is out. More in one minute. And we'll take your calls on the Mueller Report or the topic of your choice for Open Mind Monday coming up next. President Trump is speaking out about the Russia investigation now that a summary of the probe indicates there was no collusion during the 2016 presidential election. This was an illegal takedown that failed. And hopefully... Somebody's going to be looking at the other side. Speaking to reporters in Palm Beach yesterday before heading back to Washington, Trump said the Mueller report proved there was no collusion with Russia during the presidential campaign and no obstruction of the Russia investigation. The president and White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders both said the Mueller report exonerates Trump. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler disagrees. The president of his people are saying it's a total exoneration that contradicts what the special counsel found. Uh, it's a lie about this, what the special counsel fi- found, but we should not be surprised that they lie anymore. Nadler said Congress will ask Attorney General William Bard to testify before the House Judiciary Committee and to release the full and complete Mueller report. Barr said that he and Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein did not consult Mueller when writing their summary of the report and coming to their own conclusions. Yeah, the Mueller report really is the biggest topic of the day, biggest topic over the weekend. We're taking calls on any topic 
but to uh, throw throw some questions at you if you want to call on it. One, do you think the full report should be released to the public? Two, do you think the Democrats will still pursue impeachment? And three, do you think this exonerates Trump? Take calls on that or anything else this hour. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A man is dead after an apparent murder in Orange County. The body of the unidentified victim was found early yesterday morning near Marden Road in Apopka. No cause of death was revealed, but a neighbor claims to have heard about seven gunshots. Rescuers are credited with freeing a driver whose car wound up in a retention pond in Brevard County. The vehicle went off the road late yesterday morning near the Palm Bay Road exit of I-95. Palm Bay Fire Rescue responded and pulled the driver to safety. The driver is expected to survive. There's no word as to what caused the car to go off the road. There are reports an infamous mom from Orlando might be hitting the nightlife pretty hard. Reports say Casey Anthony is allegedly partying more and trying to put her past behind her. The 33-year-old Florida woman was accused of murdering her 2-year-old daughter, Kaylee. In 2008, Anthony told police Kaylee disappeared with a babysitter. Kaylee's remains were found in a wooded area near the family home months later. Anthony served three years in prison and was acquitted in 2011. She now works as a researcher for a private detective who was a lead investigator on her defense team. Marcus White, Fox News. We keep using the same word, but it really was a heartbreaker for UCF in the second round of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. The ninth-seeded Knights fell to top-seeded Duke by a single point, 77-76 to at Columbia, South Carolina. Aubrey Dawkins scored 32 points to pace UCF, but missed a tip-in try at the end off of a missed jumper. It just didn't go. Going around the rim. Um, and, I mean, heartbreak. That's a long way to sum it up. We spent all this time you know, trying to get to the stage, and, and, and obviously we wanted our journey to continue. And, and so when, when that doesn't happen, it's, I mean, when you invest this much in it, it, it breaks your heart. Oh, boy. The Knights end the year 24-9, and nine, and yes, our hearts are broken. You know, I just wanted to say I've never really been into college basketball that much. I like the NBA, but not really college, but I watched that entire game. What a game. If UCF continues to play like this, I will become a college basketball fan. I'm already a UCF fan, so it'll get me more into the sport. That game was the very definition of March madness. Yeah, exactly. When you have these razor-thin uh, margins of victory or defeat and, a, you know, a lower seed yeah. uh, coming up against a top seed like Duke, one of the tops, if not the top team in the and country. it was just an exciting game overall to watch. Yeah. WFLA News Time is 8.08. A substitute teacher's gun accidentally goes off in a first-grade classroom. Well, that story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Henninger, Alan Spector, and Michael Yaffe on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Yeah, we have Melissa Fox producing for me today as I'm filling in for Bud, and Edwin is screen, screening your calls at 407 916 also text to 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. It is Open Mind Monday, so you can call on the topic of your choice. But I have a feeling most of you are going to want to call on the conclusions of the Mueller report. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. And of course, take your calls. 
We also have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. This is Good Morning Orlando. 813 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here's one of the top stories we're looking at for you today. President Trump is weighing in on the Russia investigation now, now that a summary of the probe has been released. Speaking to reporters at his Palm Beach resort yesterday, Trump said the Mueller report shows there was no collusion with Russia during the presidential campaign and no obstruction of the Russia investigation. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on WFLA. Listen to us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Search WFLA Orlando. Yes, and this is Yaffe filling in for Bud, but it's still Monday. It's still the 8 o'clock hour, and that means we're taking calls on any topic for Open Mind Monday. That means you can call right now, 407-916-5400. And also text to 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. Before we get to the phone calls, I want to... Uh, throw a little bit out there for you and see if you want to react to it. Um, obviously, the big story of the day, and I just had it in the headline, is uh, the release of the Mueller report. At least it has been finished and released to the Attorney General. Now, the Attorney General sent a letter out saying uh, just a quick summary of what the conclusions of that report were. Now, basically, the conclusions were two things. One, there was no evidence of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. But two, he did not come up with a conclusion on whether the Trump administration obstructed justice of the investigation. Says, basically, here's evidence on both sides and you can make up your mind for yourself. Um, So the Democrats are obviously going to use that and continue their own investigations. But President Trump, shortly after this came out, reacted to all of it. This is what he said. It was just announced. There was no collusion with Russia. The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. There was no collusion with Russia. There was no obstruction and none whatsoever. And it was a complete and total exoneration. To be honest, it's a shame that your president has had to go through this for before I even got elected. It began. And it began illegally. And hopefully somebody's going to look at the other side. This was an illegal takedown that failed. 407-916-5400. Text 23680 or standard message and data rates apply. There is one thing I want to point out, though, that I've noticed kind of out there. The narrative on this is going to change a little bit. Adam Schiff, who's been on uh, the Intelligence Committee, the Judiciary Committee, all that, really investigating uh, into all of this. He said what they're going to look into now is whether Trump was compromised. So the buzzword before was collusion. Now it's going to be compromised. Do the Russians have the Russian compromised him, meaning they have something on him that compromises his integrity? I have a feeling that's my prediction that that's where this is going to go. You're going to hear less and less of collusion, collusion, more of obstruction, but also that word is Trump compromised? You watch, that's coming. Now, Alan, uh, we're going to take some calls here for Open Mind Monday. A couple calls coming in. If you want to call as well, you can call 407-916-5400. Shall I grab one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's go to Mike in St. Cloud. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. Hey, I was uh, I was not surprised with the Mueller outcome, but there's a couple of nuggets in here that 
the Democrats really need to be very careful with. And it was when the attorney general revealed that the DNC was hacked and the Clinton emails were hacked. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's right. it's very possible that's going to come out. But overall, the only winner is going to be the alcohol distributors and the pharmaceutical distributors in the D.C. area because you're not going to be able to find any alcohol or antidepressants for the next week or so. They're gone, off the shelves. So buy stocks now. My guy, oh, we got a stock tip from him too. Good advice. Thanks for your call. That's true because the Democrats are going to be depressed, so they're going to get drunk because they're depressed, and then the Republicans are going to be excited so they're going to party and get drunk. So it's, yeah, it is a really win situation. So, so no, in other words, just another typical day in Washington, D.C. <laughs> this is a good point. All right. We're going to take more of your calls. And I have an interesting montage I want to play in the next segment as well. If you want to call right now for Open Mind Monday, 407-916-5400. We have that in Orlando's news, weather and traffic in just two minutes. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. 823 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here is one of the top stories we are looking at for you right now. There are more flight cancellations due to the grounding of the Boeing 737 MAX planes. The world's largest airline, American Airlines, announced it will be canceling 90 flights a day through April 24th. The airline says it's canceling the flights because it's waiting on the Federal Aviation Administration to clear the plane which is linked to two deadly crashes. Updates in our top stories every 10 minutes here on WFLA. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. So it is Open My Money, and we have a couple of callers and texters coming in, and we're going to get to those in just a second, but... I wanted to play something for you. Remember, it's been 675 days that this Mueller investigation has been going on, two years, and most of what we have heard is speculation. I've been saying for a long time that when both sides were talking about what's going to come out of the Mueller report, I was like, we really don't know. They really didn't know the whole time. One thing you have to give Mueller credit for is he he kept a pretty tight lid on things. There was no leaks or anything. Yeah, people kept saying, you know, there's... Uh, there's, well, there's no evidence. People on the president's side kept saying, well, there's no evidence of collusion. And I, like you was saying, well, the report isn't out. We don't know that. And also people kept saying, well, I expect it to be out next week or next month or this time (laughs) or this time all along. And now, you know, it's finally happened. And then we had that Buzzfeed story. I remember not too long ago where they said Mueller had evidence that Cohen was instructed by the president to commit perjury. And then the Mueller team had to come out and say, no, we don't have that at all. Mm-hmm. And, and just the speculation was endless. I have a little montage here of the speculation, mostly by Democrat politicians and some uh, in the media going through all this for two years. This goes on for a while. I know you want to listen to it. Here it is. My takeaway is there's a very real prospect that uh, that he may be the first president uh, in quite some time to face the real prospect of jail time. Do you agree with Congressman Adam Schiff, who is going to be the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, that President Trump could be uh, indicted and possibly face jail time after he leaves office? Yes. If we do the investigations, the information is there. We're fiddling while Rome is burning. This president needs to be impeached. I wouldn't be surprised after all of this is said and done that 
some people end up in jail. You know, and I think they're shocked that the noose is tightening the, and that people might go to jail. You're exactly right. For the that, rest of their lives. I know. I think they're all going to jail. But you think some people are going to wind up in jail, not just one individual, but people, plural. Is that what you're saying? That's my impression, yes. It's not out of the question that a uh, Senate could convict on impeachment mm. charges. He has no idea that right. he's going down. It certainly looks uh, like they are the kind of offenses uh, that would call for impeachment hearings. Absolutely, I think he can be looked at and perhaps Still even charged going. with obstruction of justice. But at this point, uh, you're confident that at least some Trump associates will wind up in jail. If I was betting, I would say yes. Do you think at the end of the day, if Trump chooses the country over his own family, is that a good thing? Yeah. Or would you rather him vice versa? Well, I think they're all going to end up together in prison. And maybe that's a good thing. Oh, my thing. God. <laughs> all right. Uh, there you go. That's a, that's a montage of all the speculation. Uh, I noticed one woman who said the noose is tightening. Apparently, that's fake noose. Oh, <laughs> nice. nice. Thank you. I'm waiting for that one. All right, well, you want to take some more calls, Alan? I'd love to. And I know uh, Al from Winter Garden has been hanging on for a while. Al, it's Open Mind Monday. What is on your mind? Good morning. Uh, what people are not talking about is that the FBI has started this Russian collusion, delusion investigation nine months before Mueller. Uh, yep, and that's Peter Strzok and Lisa Page in closed-door testimony said that after nine months, they found nothing there. So if you add the nine months to Mueller's 22 months, you're looking at 31 months as president has been investigating. Yeah. And there is still no collusion. And that's part of the reason why um, the, the Republicans want all the documents released, including the underlying documents in the investigation, which includes those FISA applications. They want to see if it really was the Steele dossier that was used to get those FISA applications. Yeah, if I may. Yeah, go ahead. I think what's going to happen now, I think the reason why Trump held back, remember he was going to declassify the 302s and he was going to yeah. declassify all that stuff. Which I which they still wanted to. Yeah. For this in, yeah, I think he was waiting for this investigation to be over. And I think now the next, the next bomb that's going to explode in the Democrats' front porch is going to be when he declassifies uh, all of this stuff. And we're going to really get to see what a political investigation this was to begin with. And I think that you're going to start seeing indictments on the other side. Yeah, and some are, and I appreciate your call, some on the Republican side are calling for another special counsel. So you're going to have Republicans investigating, Democrats investigating, and, um, of course, uh, Nobody actually governing, I think, is what's going to be the outcome. Of is all. that why they're there to govern? <laughs> what? Yes, not. I this just it, in. News to me. Yeah. <laughs> I like to investigate the people who are investigating the investigators yeah. that are investigating. Mm. I mean, I, I totally understand it. That's partisan politics today, but some <laughs> of the times, like maybe you should. I like what govern. he had to say when he used the term collusion delusion. I think oh that yeah. Clever. <laughs> I'm surprised. Has Trump used that? It sounds like something Trump. No, would use. I, I'm, someone called. <laughs> you know, okay. it sounds like a schoolhouse rock song. Right. Illusion, <laughs> delusion. <laughs> it does. It does. All right, we're going to take more calls uh, for Open Mind Monday in just a couple of minutes. But, uh, Alan, I know you have more news for us at the bottom of the hour. I do. Unfortunately, the news of a second suicide of a Parkland student who survived the shooting last year. Also, the news that gas prices may be on the rise this very week. Those stories and others and traffic and weather together in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It's 829. 
Well, many people are on the roads right now, and they might be looking to get some gas, looking at the gas prices. If you're wondering what they are around Orlando, Alan Spector is with me right now, going to tell you. If you're thinking about buying gas, you might want to buy it today, because it looks like prices are going to go up in Florida after holding steady for the past week. AAA predicts that drivers may see gas prices rise another 10 cents this week. That's because of refinery maintenance, rising demand, and a switch to summer blend gasoline, which is more expensive to produce. The statewide average price for a gallon of regular is $2.62, nearly 30 cents more than a month ago. The highest gas price averages are found in West Palm Beach, Boca Raton at $2.76 a gallon and Miami at $2.70. The lowest are found in Jacksonville and Orlando at 2.56 a gallon. Larry Spillman, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. This is normally where Gas Bud would chime in with his update on what he saw coming into work I this morning. I saw it at 2.50 something or I don't even know. Yeah. So. Um, unfortunately, I did not look this morning. The, the way I kind of take to work, there really isn't any gas stations on the way. So, I so much it. for Gas Yaffe. Thanks a lot. <laughs> this news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. If your home was damaged by Hurricane Irma back in 2017, there is still time to apply for federal money to rebuild. But Ken Lawson at the Florida Department of Economic Opportunity says you need to hurry because Friday's the deadline. So I have this program called Rebuild Florida. Right now I have federal money for, for Irma, and we had a deadline of March 29th where anyone who's been hurt by Irma can apply to get help with repairing their home. The feds came up with $1.4 billion to help Florida recover from Irma, and Lawson says homeowners can apply for a share of that money at rebuildflorida.org. Another student from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland has reportedly committed suicide. Coral Springs police are not releasing a name yet, but they say the student currently attended the high school. News of the death comes a week after 19-year-old Sydney Aiello committed suicide. She was diagnosed with PTSD after surviving the mass shooting in which 17 people were killed at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas in February 2018. Yeah, they said one of the issues is that those who survive have something that's called survivor's guilt. Yeah, why why not me? Yeah. Why them and not me? And, you know, one of her best friends was killed and it's just it's just an awful story. It awful is. Story. And we have an update of another awful story. New Zealand is going to form a Royal Commission of Inquiry to look into the mass shootings at two mosques that left 50 people dead. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. While New Zealanders and Muslim communities around the world are both grieving and showing compassion for one another, they are also quite rightly asking questions on how this terror attack was able to happen here. The Prime Minister said the probe will examine how the gunman got his weapons as well as the role social media played in the shooting. In response to the attack, New Zealand is moving to tighten gun regulations, including banning the type of weapons used in those shootings. You know, um, that is one of the issues after the shooting is the role of social media because he live streamed it as it was happening. Exactly. A lot of people were pointing out that this is the first time that anything like that's ever happened. Um, it is true. I think it was the first time it was live streamed. But I remember not, it wasn't that long ago when that guy, that crazy guy, shot the two reporters right. live on television. He had streamed it on Facebook as well, but yes. I think that was recorded. But that was the first time I had ever seen anything like that. And then yeah, now, he uploaded his video after the fact. Yes, yeah. you're correct on that. Yeah, but very similar there. Yeah. We've been talking about the heartbreak of UCF's defeat. And uh, 
The Bud Man, who's not here today, I'm, I'm sure his heart is broken over that, but he's suffering double heartbreak yep. this morning because New England Patriots star tight end Rob Gronkowski is retiring from football. Gronk announced on social media yesterday this was the biggest decision of his life, but it's time to move forward. And Bud, we hope you can move forward as well. I need to look up how old he is because, Melissa, you were telling 29. me. I told you he's not even 30 yet. He didn't believe me. I mean, that, that is really young for someone to retire from the NFL, isn't it? That's Not when the position that he's been in and, is that and what it is? the surgeries and such. and Yeah, he's, he's beat up himself uh, yeah, enough. And in the wake of all the uh, reports about uh, and the information about concussions uh, being yeah. suffered by NFL players, you're seeing more and more of them step away at a younger age, some in their mid-20s. Wow. I mean, I, I can understand why, but it's just... It's just kind of crazy. 29 is younger than me. It we'll makes me feel you, old. Rob Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Open Mind Monday, and we're going to take more of your calls in just a second. If you want to get on the phones, you can. 407-916-5400. Text to 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. We haven't really checked the text line that much this hour, so we're going to do that next as well. It is 839 here on Good Morning Orlando. 842 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here is another one of the top stories for you this morning. An earthquake is responsible for an early morning wake up call in the panhandle. A 2.5 magnitude quake struck yesterday morning in Coffee County, Alabama. It's the fifth earthquake reported along the Florida Alabama state line this month. No injuries have been reported. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on WFLA. TM Orlando, weekdays 5 to 6 p.m., News Radio 93.1. And this is Yaffe filling in for Bud. Bud will be back tomorrow. Melissa Fox is producing, and she has also been keeping an eye on that text line. A bunch of texts coming in, especially on the Mueller report being completed. That's correct. We've got one that says people will go to jail. All the summary says is that there's no evidence that Trump did something. But we all know the Democrats and something it wasn't russia it was ukraine it was something they did <laughs> uh, so it's basically <laughs> saying that the democrats there's going to be democrats that go to jail because there was some um communication between hillary's campaign and ukraine that's not yeah. talked about as much of course because she lost what else is on the text line Let's see. When do we get the second special prosecutor? <laughs> see that i mean that's <laughs> you're laughing but that's a real possibility a lot of republicans have been calling for it I, know. I don't know if it's going to happen, and this is why. I think the Republicans are going to be worried that the American people are going to get tired of it, frankly. Um, I think what they're going to do is basically claim victory because the average American who doesn't really keep up with this stuff every single day and every angle of it, they're going to see the headline that says, no evidence of collusion. That's what they're going to take from it, and that's what they're going to recognize, and they're going to move on from it. Sure. So the Democrats, they're going to try to make this go, but your average American, they're going to say, but I thought there was no evidence and that's it. Yeah, correct. I believe that's the way it's going to go. We had another texture said they started the investigation because there was probable cause and many in the president's cabinet were indicted. I think there are 18 Russians who were also in, indicted. Maybe the FBI did a great job. Yeah, there were Russians indicted and both sides agree for the most part, that uh, Russia did try to influence the election. The problem is this became more about getting at Trump than getting at the real problem, which is Russia. Russia should be the real problem. That should be the real focus. But that was not the focus for a lot of people. The focus was, let's get Trump because we have to impeach him. 
And that's where the problem came. Now, let's take some calls here. Let's go to Brad in Winter Park. Brad, what's your take on all this? Well, Yaffe, I uh, liked what you had just said a second ago, that this is more about getting Trump than actual investigating and asking questions. And we see that every day. Just this morning on CNN and MSNBC, I'm hearing all their pundits going around. Even though this thing should be over, they're focusing on, well, all the people around Trump were caught lying. And then, you know, the Allison Camerata and CNN and all these guys are, well, why lie if you have nothing to hide? If they're journalists, why aren't they asking well, why did McCabe and Comey and Hillary, they were all caught lying. But these so-called journalists don't say that. Did you notice that? They go, well, why does Roger Stone and this guy and this guy all around Trump, Michael Cohen, why lie if you're innocent? Well, if you're a journalist, why don't you say the same thing about Hillary, Comey, McCabe, all the people that have been caught in lies, and especially Hillary, Hillary with her obstruction and destroying all that. And then if they're real journalists, why aren't they asking why the attorney general then, Hillary's 30-year lifelong friend, Loretta Lynch, why aren't they questioning that as obstruction? See, that's my problem with all this. You hit the nail on the head. It's all about the bias in getting Trump and not real investigative journalism. That's not what we're seeing. In fact, if there were no Fox News, we wouldn't know about any of this. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a really good point, Brad. I appreciate I appreciate your call. He makes the point that, I mean, the media is biased, which we, we already know that for, for the most part. But Got a couple of uh, good Trump uh, texts in here. One says, uh, no evidence of Trump, but the report contains other stuff that will sink the Obama-Clinton-led politicos, including some of those never-Trumpers. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, the investigations are going to continue. Now, on the note on investigations continuing... Ted Cruz said over the weekend that he does not believe that this will stop them going after Trump, especially over impeachment. Melissa, if you could play that uh, Ted Cruz cut for me. If anyone thinks that the Mueller report being concluded is, is the end of the Democrats' attempt to take down President Trump, they haven't been paying attention the last two years. My point is, you ask Congressman Nadler whether the House is going to impeach the president. I'll answer that for you. Yes. They fully intend to impeach the president, and, and, and they don't care about the basis. You know, twice, Congressman Nadler said something remarkable. He said, listen, the special counsel's focused on crimes. We're not all that concerned with crimes. Our focus, this is Democrats in the House, is much broader than crimes. What, what, what they're basically saying is they're going to impeach the president for being Donald Trump, and, and they don't care about the evidence. They don't care about the but substance. You know- All right, so Ted Cruz thinks that the Democrats are still going to pursue impeachment. Wait a minute, isn't that lying, Ted Cruz? Can we believe anything this man says? According to Trump sometimes. (laughs) By the way, I uh, voted for Ted Cruz in the Florida primary. I just wanted to point that out. Obviously, uh, Trump won. We're going to take more calls and uh, texts coming up next. We have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. This is Good Morning Orlando. 8.53 8.53 here on Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. And here is one of the top stories we're looking at for you this morning. Florida Republicans and Democrats disagree on the next step after the Mueller report, which indicated no proof of collusion between President Trump and Russia. GOP, GOP Senator Rick Scott says we should now focus on more important issues. But Representative Val Deming says it's an absolute necessity for Congress to continue its own investigation. 
The Orlando Democrat also says that contrary to Trump's claims, the Mueller report does not exonerate him. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes, every morning on Good Morning Orlando. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. Well, it is Open Mind Monday, so I guess, Alan, maybe we should take some more calls? We can do that. Should I just start right at the top here with Ben in Claremont? Ben, it's Open Mind Monday. What is on your mind? Well, I think that uh, these Democrats and probably the deep staters are scared to death if they don't get rid of Trump, because if he gets the second election, which I think he will, what's to stop him from coming out punching like he's known for? Yeah, that's a really good point. What does a lame duck President Trump look like? Mm. (laughs) I got the hair visual. That is a very very interesting question. Now, knowing Donald Trump, if he does get reelected, you really think he's going to leave after eight years? I mean, he's going to be pretty used to being there. (laughs) Yes, I think he is going to leave after eight years. He might try to figure out some way to stay. (laughs) There is no way to stay. All right, right, Ben, now get some calls on that. Good job, Alan. Uh, Let's take some uh, another call. Let's go to Edward in Orlando. Edward, uh, what's your take? Uh, My take is I heard that uh, Pelosi, Nadler, and Schumer have had their offices relocated to the Hopkins Medical Center and they're being evaluated <laughs> for paranoia, hallucinations, and inability to, uh, you know, accept reality. And also that uh, Nadler considers himself as Captain Donnie on the Neverland Little Express train they have there. <laughs> All right, Ed- Edward, I appreciate your call. Uh, similar to the other call about everyone getting drunk in D.C. The Neverland Express? What is this a Michael Jackson <laughs> reference? Oh, I actually have no idea what that was. <laughs> okay. I was kind of uh, wondering that myself. Let's take another call. Let's go to Bob in Longwood. Bob, what's your take on all this? Yes, thank you. Thank you, Michael. Yes, the investigation cost $25 million. Uh, you know, and the Democrats didn't prove nothing they lost. Actually, couldn't they... Why don't they pick up the tab and take the $25 million and give it to some good charity like uh, St. Jude's or something like that? Yeah, it's uh, never going to happen. But I appreciate your your comments. So what do you, I mean, what do you think is going to happen now that this is over? Oh, it's not over. The, like the Democrats are going to spend more money on nothing. Yep. That's it. It's going to taxpayers' money. Taxpayers' money is going out for something. That's all. Gotcha. Thank you. you have a nice week. All right, thanks, thanks, Bob. On that cheery note, have a nice week. <laughs> you know, we we have um, we have a couple of minutes here. Let's. Uh, Alan Dershowitz made a really good point because the special counsel did not make a conclusion on um, did not make a conclusion on obstruction. He kind of copped out, basically said, "Well, we're not going to come up with something. Here's some evidence on both sides. We'll let you decide." And Alan Dershowitz was on Fox News yesterday, and he really didn't like that the special counsel did not come up with a conclusion. He says it's his job to do just that. This is what he said. I thought it was a cop-out hmm. for him to say that there was not enough evidence to indict, but it's not an exoneration. On, on obstruction. And we're going to put a report out on obstruction. We're going to put a report out which says on the one hand, on the other hand, it sounds like a law school exam. That's not the job of the prosecutor. The job of the prosecutor is to decide, yes or no make a decision and then if you say yes you indict if you say no you shut up you don't go on and say no we're not going to indict but let me tell you all the evidence that might have led us to indict that's exactly what prosecutors shouldn't do 
So, and I can understand why he's upset. I heard other conservatives upset as well, because this just kind of opens the door for Democrats to say, well, he didn't exonerate him on obstruction, so we're going to pursue that. I really don't think legally the evidence is there, whether you like some of the things Trump did or not. Legally, you're going to have a hard time convincing a, a judge or anybody that a president of the United States committed obstruction of justice unless the president committed a crime in that obstruction, you know, trying to pay off somebody or something like Nixon did that that's obstruction. But if he's just doing, you know, his constitutional duties, even if you don't like it, that's not considered obstruction legally. Well, as it relates to the Russia investigation, uh, which the Mueller report apparently concludes there was uh, no collusion, uh, then there was nothing to cover up there if there was nothing wrong happening. Oh, that's actually a good point. But they may be looking in other directions, as you indicated earlier. They will, yeah. When you look at the, maybe looking at the Trump Tower deal in Moscow. That that is, I believe, where they're going next. Yeah. I think that is exactly what's going to happen next. Well, the show's already over. It was a fast three hours. I'll cover more of this uh, tonight on PM Orlando 5 to 6. I'll end the show just like Bud does. God bless you and God bless America. And see you guys tonight.